0: I have, I have some, uh, empathy, I hope, with, with parents as they navigate the manner in which they, they treat their own children. They, the children, I, you know, I've shared, I'm the fifth of seven. Pretty much the way we wanted to be treated was, well, we wanted to be treated special when it was to our benefit. We wanted to be treated like someone else when that was to our benefit. And, you know, we would always point to, well, you let so-and-so do it. You know, and as a child, you don't make the distinction between, well, they're older, or they have, you know, this circumstance, this expectation for school, or whatnot. And especially kind of those less clear differences or needs, that one child has a need that the others just don't. And so you treat them, you serve that need a slightly different way. I think this is common, I mean, running a high school, every kid. Well, you let them do it, why not let us, or even in a parish? You know, everybody wants to be treated like everybody else. But then again, we want to treat each of you individually. I thought of that this week as I was contemplating uh, Zacchaeus. It came to my mind because Zacchaeus is this interesting character to the extent that he has kind of these glimpses of characters elsewhere, most particularly I first thought, well, Zacchaeus is the chief tax collector. And I thought, well, just you know, last week we had the, the tax collector who was sit in the back of the synagogue, not willing to go too far forward, as opposed to the Pharisee, who was very proud of himself and very forthright with the expectation, whereas the tax collector simply said, you know, God have mercy on me, a sinner. And then I, as I thought about that, about why that reading we had just last week, or the reading the week before about, you know, the, the unjust judge, how this was flowing. And I was looking it up, and there's a portion in Luke's Gospel, this, this reading today is the first verses of the 19th chapter, but the final chapter of, or excuse me, the 18th, the final verses of the 18th chapter, which remember the chapters and numbers were all added later, so Luke had a reason for kind of keeping these in this flow. There's a part that we skip over at this time. We'll use it elsewhere in the liturgical calendar. But I thought it was very telling, very telling. And it goes this way. It's referred to, the little title is The Rich Official. An official asked Jesus, asked him this question. Good teacher, what must I do to inherit eternal life? Jesus answered him. Why do you call me good? No one is good but God alone. You know the commandments. You shall not commit adultery, you shall not kill, you shall not steal, you shall not bear false witness, honor your father and your mother. And the rich official replied, all of these I have observed from my youth. When Jesus heard this, he said to him, there is still one thing left for you. Sell all that you have and and distribute it to the poor and you will have treasure in heaven. Then, come follow me. But when he heard this, he became quite sad, for he was very rich, leaving the implication he didn't want to do that. Now, the reason I think these kind of stand in kind of this juxtaposition of how we would listen to wanting to be treated equally in, you know, in the environment of of, of the Holy Land 2,000 years ago, this distance whether he was in when the rich official parable was being told or that incident was close to Jericho or not, I am sure word got around that Jesus did this great act of generosity for this chief tax collector. Zacchaeus, whose name actually translates something close to something remembered. So that got me thinking about, well, there's something about the past that Jesus wants us to recall and pay attention to. And so it's that... It's that tax collector who was being very humble and very, you know, prayerful in the back of the synagogue, but it's also remembering this. Now, the reason then, if you begin to anticipate what's going, what the problem is, the the rich man would have, the rich official would have eventually heard what he did for Zacchaeus. Oh, the other detail, he eventually, Zacchaeus became a bishop, became a priest and a bishop in the new Christian, the new way, the Christian church. I gotta believe that he would have wanted to go and seek out Jesus somewhere in those last years, you know, the last part of his ministry, and go to him and say, hey, how did he get such a deal? He only had to give up half. He only had to give up half of what he had. You asked of me, take everything and sell it. That's not fair. That's not fair. You know, we as Americans, you know, the, we have plenty of lawyers here, we have a common law tradition where there's an old urus regula, meaning a rule of law, that translates roughly as, you know, the exception proves the rule. Well, in America, it all, more often, because of the way the courts work, it's taken as the exception becomes the rule. And it's that idea, well, if you did it for him, why didn't you do it for me? We have trouble fathoming how we are to be treated differently. We're all to be given equal love by God, equal mercy and equal justice but we are treated differently by God. We have, and it, you know, we have the implication of this, another parable of the workers, you know, those who came at the first part of the day, in the middle of the day, in the end of the day, all getting paid the same because the Lord looked at that in a different way than our standards. But the idea of what's going on here forces us to understand or try to understand why Zacchaeus is being treated differently, differently from what we just heard four or five verses before. And I have a theory. I have a theory because of the difference. Remember, the rich official came and kind of just presented himself. Okay, here I am. I've checked all the boxes. Do I, will I have my place in heaven? And the Lord kind of, you know, tested him a little bit. Do you keep the commandments? Oh, of course. Okay, are you willing to do this? I think it's the idea of the, what's the additional effort? It's not just meeting a checklist. It's what's the additional effort? Zacchaeus was wanting... He wanted to learn. He wanted to hear. He wanted to be formed in Christ and what he was teaching. And in fact, he worked so hard that he, would, he was trying to, to see him and to, to experience him. He worked so hard that he would climb a tree. And he would stand up against what the rest of the world was doing to push him away. He was not well-liked. He was short, so he was marginalized for that probably as well. He was a tax collector. And as it pointed out, not only was he the chief tax collector, he was rich. But he made efforts. He made efforts to bring himself. Probably the difference between the rich official who was asked to give up all that he had and Zacchaeus. Zacchaeus made an offer before he was even asked. Zacchaeus made a self-sacrificial offering before he was even asked to do so. I think Zacchaeus, in his way, in his desire to hear the Lord, in his desire to experience the Lord, in his desire to engage what the Lord taught about mercy and justice to others, he was on a path, a pilgrimage of growing faith, a pilgrimage of formation, our pillar this week in the committed to Christ. He was moving closer. And because of that, the Lord, while he loves everyone equally, is willing to say, you're in a different place, and I can offer you something that is unique to you. We all do it. We all have a little bit of saying, I've got to account for the way this child needs to learn or be treated, or as a pastor, I have to look at, well, this person needs attention in this way versus another. And sometimes that's difficult and off-putting for the person who doesn't get the attention that they want or doesn't get the, 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 the same treatment that they think they deserve. But the Lord puts a value, in this case, a very prominent and important value, on someone already of their own accord taking the steps of formation and faith, taking the steps of a pilgrimage to Christ and then with Christ and then through Christ to a heavenly home. That's our lesson today. Zacchaeus took the steps before he was even asked Zacchaeus made the offer before he was even asked. And the Lord affirmed that, received that with great love, and made Zacchaeus an example of those whose formation leads to conversion and where conversion leads to the promise of salvation. So this day, what we take from this, what we should take from this, is how to emulate Zacchaeus not begrudging others, not worried about others, but to take the example of Zacchaeus and journey to see the Lord, climb the tree, seek the formation, seek the opportunities, and make the first offering of generosity, of mercy, of charity, of love. And the Lord will affirm that in profound ways. Try this day, this time, this season, to be Zacchaeus in a world that just wants what everybody else has. Be unique in your faith and everything will follow. Blessings to you.